Welcome to Oh Brother, a podcast of three brothers trying to figure it all out with your hosts, Brandon, Colin, and Aaron. On this week's show, Pedantic Land. What up? Hey! I'm here. Ah. This is good. It is. <laughs> I was... <laughs> I was using that 30 minutes between 8 and right now uh, to write a, uh, a blog post on separation anxiety. Perfect here. Yay. Oh. <laughs> Nothing okay. Like that goes out tomorrow. You're a much faster typist than I, then, because I... <laughs> Uh, I would still be good. The, like, it is the wonder of uh, voice detect. Oh uh, my god! I it is like total game changer. I try my hardest to never actually type anything, and that's mostly because I spend so much time <laughs> on my phone that it is incredibly difficult for me to write for anything of length on my phone, especially when I'm away from my oh, life. that's true. My phone, it you know, yeah. my computer. When I'm out doing drop-ins or whenever I'm at work, you know, work, work, or I'm doing this other stuff, it's like, ugh, I just need to sit down and I can, man, I can bloviate a lot, build those pages fast. <laughs> there you go. So, pro tip, voice tech. Yeah. I don't know if I speak slowly and succinctly enough for that to function all the time. You know, it... I tend to get... I tend to like speed up the longer <laughs> well, listeners will know this is true. Uh, this is okay. <laughs> I mean, I do, I do it all in Google docs and it is pretty good at it. Right. And, and that's true. I do have to go back so, in and add sometimes periods or some commas or whatever, do some editing, but I would have to edit myself anyway. So that's a good point. It kind of, it, it, it's a way for me to just keep, cause yeah, my brain thinks a lot faster than my little fingers can type and I get frustrated and then I kind of lose the thread <laughs> of where I'm going and I can't keep it all and then and this way I can at least just literally vomit words onto a page and, and then go back and assimilate them because that, that tends to be a little bit easier for me in my editing process um, these days at least when I'm so scatterbrained <laughs> <laughs> that's true <clears throat> well there you go Pets have separation anxiety. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my God. <laughs> it, is, it is so bad. I, I, it is, it's really bad. Uh, yeah. Because everybody's, <laughs> everybody, everybody, uh, so last year, the, here's the, your pet talk corner. Um, last year, uh, there was an 11% increase in pet ownership, most of them for the <laughs> first time. Usually, annual growth in pet ownership uh, is between one to three percent. Um, oh, oh, wow! Okay, like around okay. Uh, yeah, just to put that into perspective. <laughs> and then everybody spent all day with them, and yeah, for a year, for a year, <laughs> and now they're like, "Oh, I must leave and go back to work." And the dogs are like, "What now?" <laughs> I don't believe we've talked about this and you haven't, uh, we, I, what? I don't, I'm not okay. And so, yeah, we, the number, I mean, just in, for our business, the number of people who have said things like, 
um, well, are you going to be, you, they can't be left alone at all. Like, are you going to be around them 24 seven? And it's like, mm, no. What do um, you mean at all? Not actually. <laughs> so, and you wouldn't, you wouldn't want to pay my rate for me to be around them 24 seven. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, you wouldn't want that either. <laughs> so, hey, that's very real about this. <laughs> it's kind of nuts. Like, I don't know. You think that people, like adult people, I was going to say functioning, but let's be real, uh, would like watch yourself. Would would still like go? Oh yes, this dog will just magically take care of itself. Like, yeah. What? No, what? Are you, what? Are you talking about? Well, I think <laughs> ridiculous. You sound right now. Here's the problem. Um. Okay. This is not. This is not the problem. The second half of my statement is the problem. Um. There are currently somewhere around 130 million pets in the United States right now. And of, of those, something between seven, about 70% of those are viewed as members of the family. <clears throat> and so the owners see how the dog reacts to them and thinks that those are good emotions coming towards them. It's adorable. Uh, it's adorable when my little puppy whines for me because that means they love me and I am needed. And, and I think that's you. good. Right. And what they that's don't realize is that that dog is mentally unable to manage and cope with its emotions and stresses in a healthy manner and is actually dependent upon the presence of their guardian to help calm them down. Yes. And yes. not good. They are, they're not concerned about raising, they don't think about raising a mentally mature and healthy dog, right? They think about its physical health of it getting exercise and it getting the proper food, but don't concern yeah. themselves with an emotionally healthy dog. Like, what does that even mean? Um, and even like self-regulate yourself. Like that's, people aren't thinking about that. That's what people are thinking about. They like the dog that runs to them and clings to them when they sit on the couch or, or whines to them when they leave and so their goodbye is 45 minutes Who's, in the morning as they're like Ooh. who likes a dog whining I it's, don't. it's an awful noise <laughs> like it's terrible like i don't know no it's it won't not pleasant i'm not okay with it no. um, yes but well so we are writing, I, I'm writing a blog post and we're doing some stuff uh, to help educate the people in our area and get them connected with some trainers. Because the unfortunate part is that once people realize that the dog has separation anxiety, it's usually at the point where the dog is starting to damage things. And at that oh, yeah, point, like break stuff, scratch cabinets apart. Right. Yeah. And, what, and it's like, why is the dog doing that? Many people go, oh, my dog's doing that because um, they're angry at me that I left. Right? It's like, no, no, you're anthropomorphizing way too much here. Your dog yeah. is doing that. Dogs don't get like mad. <laughs> no, your dog is doing that because they are, you have shut them in a small box and they, you know, even though the box may be the whole house, right? It's small to them. Uh, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They are now trying to escape. Yeah. They are in fear mode because you, their guardian, have left and they don't know how to be okay. They're trying to actually get out and, and find you and get out and get away from the claustrophobia. So, at that point, like you're dealing with a lot of things and you're having to go way back to just like basics of like crate training and good manners and, and yeah, checking up on, on their health and making sure they don't have underlying health conditions. 
but you're working with a trainer at that point. You're bringing on a dog walker so they can come midday, check on them, get them. Say, yeah, them exercise for- is still a part of that, right? Because they need to release that energy in a, a way that's useful. Yes. So right. and they go, before oh. you leave, taking them on a really good walk, um, having a, yeah. a set routine desensitizing so this this counter um uh this desensitizing them to these stimulus uh doing a lot of positive reinforcement having someone come in the middle of the day to do a walk and then at in the evenings you're going to training yeah. and you're working on these yeah things. well and you know again walking them when they get home because they think you have any pent-up energy for yeah. getting that out on yeah. a walk yeah you know and, and unfortunately, okay here we go what, what many people do is they go well i need to get them on puppy prozac because they're stressed Ah, yes, and, no. <laughs> and going, look, like medications should be your the end result. Like, like you've tried all this. Well, yeah, because some dogs do need that because they have a some sort of imbalance, right? But yeah, yeah it's not like right. I'm not again not saying that it's not a thing. It's just it's just when yeah. you when that's your first go to, it's like I hate to say it, but at that point you're being a lazy owner. You're not willing to actually help your dog. You're just wanting to find the easiest fix to make them stop tearing up stuff. Well, I mean, if we think about how, like, uh, American pharmaceutical culture works, anyway, yeah, that's the same <laughs> thing that people do. Uh-huh. For their very own self, right? They go, "Oh, I have this," and and then they just go, oh, "I could take medicine, and it's fine." And they don't think about like, mm-hmm. "Well, I could, like, you know, change my diet." No, I don't want to change my diet. I just want to take this medicine. It's fine. Right? Yeah, yeah, I could, you know, what I mean, for five minutes in the evening and not have back problems, or I could be on horse relaxers. You know, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but you're so right. like. That's yeah. It's that's I think that plays into it a little bit because they're conditioned to do that to themselves. Yep. So they do that anyway. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's what I was doing the last thirty minutes. Aaron. Aaron, what have you been doing, Mister May? But as far as like today goes, I don't know. No, yes, only in the last 30 minutes. What, no, I'm just yeah. kidding. Yes. <laughs> did, did you write a blog post for uh, the last 30 minutes? Did you? No, Aaron was in training all day. Um, oh, yeah. I was good. Yeah, so periodically throughout the year, someone finds some sort of program in like the upper echelon of the state and says, hey, I know who could use that an entire state agency. So. Aaron, um, spoilers. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> so, someone somewhere thought it was a good idea to be like, "Oh, there's a thing called it's something called Hope Training," and um, don't ask me what it was because I can't tell you because I wasn't paying attention. Um, it it it, it it was mostly about you know different program or ways to you know bring hope back into some of our families. Um, but it's a kind of a weird program that no one's ever going to use. So it's kind of boot and begin with, but whatever. So from about 9.30 this morning till about 3 o'clock in the afternoon, I was glued to my laptop um, because it'd be like a 20-minute video, five-question quiz, 30-minute video, two-question quiz, 
45 minute video, five question quiz. Back to 30 minute question or uh, minute video. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. So it, it, yeah. So that's what I did all day. Um, I can't imagine why you would struggle paying attention to such a no, in depth, um, personalized learning experience. I, it's no, really- <laughs> It, 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 it someone, someone, it, it was, they recorded a Zoom call and they put in like a video. And so it was us watching people interact on a Zoom call about, a, yeah. So that's what, that's what Aaron did um, all day. There's a lot about programs and different ways to you know, facilitate that with family, with uh, the state. Yeah, so that's what that's what Aaron did. Aaron is tired. Um, but yeah, that's what that is literally all I did all day today. Um, <laughs> I didn't go out anywhere. I didn't leave. Um, I stayed put and watched that. Watched those. Like I, I can't even tell you how many videos there were. That's how bad it was. Um, so yeah, that's what that's what I did. In, in regards to today, I sat here and watched videos, and then people called me, and I said, "Not now, watching videos." <laughs> I will call you back, and then I never did because there were people I didn't know. So, well, there you go. Yeah, Aaron, I was a little bitter today because I had to, I had to deal with this. Um, but yeah, it was. I mean, it was pretty. It was. It was in retrospect, it was easy. But oh, you did you watch those videos? Like oh, well, here's oh, and tomorrow after we have a early morning meeting, I also have to watch more videos for another training that I don't know what it's about. Um, because they kind of be like, oh, hey, this you know these people are doing this program. We thought it's a good idea if everybody did it, and oh, you have a week to watch uh, six videos. So good luck. So, on top of everything that I already do, I now have crammed that on top of it. Plus, you know, call people, go out and see people, type, uh, sleep. So that is that's that's what's that's literally all my week has been. Like, oh, I'm gonna type stuff. I can't type stuff. I have to watch this. Okay, I'm gonna watch this. Can I type stuff now? Now, all right. I'm just gonna sit here. I, yeah, I'm a little better. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> I'm fine. Well, that's good that you're not holding anything inside about it. It's definitely true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, that's all, all Aaron has been, has been doing this week, at least. <sighs> Very eventful. Very lovely. Uh, no. What about you, Mister Mister Brandon? There, are you? How's uh, are you done? Classes are they done? Nah, Friday. Uh, I'll be done Friday. So it's just sort of like random things happening this week. So it's just kind of like, I mean, class is class over? Yes. Are we still in school? <laughs> also, yes. Uh-huh. So like, ah, <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> just gotta like. Hanging out, just watching some videos and doing stuff, like talking about things, randomly cleaning parts of my room. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of it, right? <clears throat> it's that weird that uh, it, 
it's that weird like end of the year time where all the I's need to be dotted and T's crossed, right? And it's all these like really hyper specific things that I don't actually remember how to do or like <laughs> are not really normally relevant to my life and I don't think about them and then they're yeah. like do this and I'm like what? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like all the little fine detail paperwork that I don't generally concern myself with because my brain doesn't really function in that kind of space. Like it's not like a I'm not like a hyper detail oriented person. So when you're like, here's your checkout checklist. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? And they're like, you know, I always forget. They're like, turn in your grade book. I don't have one. So like, I don't keep a physical book because that's just, I don't need that in my life. There's an online computer. There's a central computer system to do that. And so that's what I do. (laughs) But apparently for record keeping purposes and to ensure that if something ever were to happen to the computer system, and since these are quote permanent records, I must provide copies for my gradebook to be filed away Where? in some filing cabinet for several, for X number of years before they just get thrown away. Because that's what happens. They have to be stored for some number of years in a physical oh. manifestation. And then after said time expires, they throw them out. <laughs> wow. <laughs> or uh, what also happens in our school anyway, uh, especially... Because <laughs> I talked to one of the janitor guys last summer, uh, they get stored in some random back closet, oh, and oh people God. forget where they put them. Oh. And so last year he was digging around. Uh, last year he had a lot of extra time, right? And so he was just cleaning out these closets and stuff. And he's like, "I found these records from like 1983." <laughs> oh, <laughs> just like around. He's been like stashed in places. I love and it. So they're like, "Yeah, we get there this way." He's like, "Okay." <laughs> so I have to go in and and because our our gradebook system is so user friendly, it's so wonderful. Uh, there's not like a print gradebook button. Is it what? Yes, there's not a print gradebook button. It no, I, I does not you. exist. Just... And uh, uh, for some reason, yeah. It's not there. So I have to go into each class, uh-huh. I think, for both semesters, uh-huh. and manually export everything to an Excel spreadsheet and print that. Oh. Which is terribly inefficient and disgusting. Why would they make you do that? I have no idea. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's so ridiculous. And they're like, make sure that you get checked off that you have your lunch balance paid. Like, first of all, you, administrator, can just go <laughs> online and look. There's a person whose job that is. Like our accountant lady, that's just what she does. She can just look at it and go, you owe $7.56. 
Yeah. Or if you're like me, you owe like literally over a hundred dollars in lunch bills because you haven't paid for months because you're oh an my, idiot. Oh but like, <laughs> it's fine. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's okay. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> so like, it's just a like. There's no reason that I have to do that, right? right? There's no, yeah. and there's also in since we're living in pedantic land. They told me, print off the professional development log. That sounds to me like there's one already made somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. There's one. There isn't one. I looked. I scoured the intro. We have an intranet site thingy, right? That has all our little forms. So you need to offer for a world blam. If you need the Our exciting trading videos are on there. So when you need to learn about bloodborne pathogens, bam, there they are right there. Uh, What? Uh, that's one of the things we have to watch every year at the beginning of the year is the training videos about that and one of them is about bloodborne pathogens and it's the funniest thing oh, yeah. it's hilarious um, okay. <laughs> it's so like campy and weird but anyway anyway, sorry um, they it's not there and so I made one I just looked at the calendar I looked at all the PD days I made one I printed it off Nice. it was all done and she was like, you can't use that one. I was like, what? What do you mean I can't use that one? <laughs> and so they sent out this checklist to be done like three weeks ago. Last. I was either, it might have been Monday. She emailed the professional development log out to everyone. I was like, mm-hmm. are you thinking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> What is wrong with you? Oh, Why God. would you do that? <laughs> wow. And there was something else she said. To, I can't remember what it was. She was like, here's another form that you need. It's like, stop. <laughs> and she like sent this checklist in a Google form, right? A Google form okay. that is cataloged in the Google forms thing in which you can go and look at all the results and blah, blah, blah. Then she says, make sure you print off the Google form and turn it in with your stuff. I said, why? Oh, my God. (laughs) What are you doing? Why? That's that's ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense. I'm like, listen, most of the stuff out here is like ass night anyway. Do like make sure your learning team binder is turned in. Like yeah, yes. No, I'm just gonna keep that. What do you man? Yeah. Mine doesn't actually count anyway because mine I work with the high school, so it's somewhere over there. I don't have it. I don't touch it. It's not mine. I bring things, I put them in there, and I gave it back. There you go. <laughs> it's like all these things are like to me, they're in the way of the things that I should I want to be doing, right? But they're like important to other people, yeah. and our our importances are not meshing currently, and it's like stressing me out. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, about your checklist, it's fine. Well, I, it's but it's it's crazy how yeah, crazy, but like how often that comes into play. Because as you're talking, I'm thinking about just like the number of amount of paperwork that just I have to do like one of the things that just galls me is 
I'm I'm hour I'm not hourly, but I have to record my hours every week. Um, yeah, and yeah, that's right. a thing that we have to do too because I, it's like for auditing tax purposes, you yeah, have to be well, like do well, do do do. Yeah, exactly. And it's like okay, well, <laughs> and the the department wants to see how much time did you spend in your week on <clears throat> priority watershed or on priority geography or on um accounting or on bookkeeping or on meetings or so that at the end of the fiscal year they can pull up a huge dashboard and say well we say our top five priorities for the department are xyz wb but the hours that our employees are actually putting into don't reflect that so how do we get these more in alignment actually what they're trying to do with all this um and and i know some of it also is they get um like federal reimbursement for some of their expenditures. And if you do like right now, if you have to spend your time on, on hogs, um, you code those hours a special way. So the department uses the hog money grants to pay for your salary. Basically what happened. I hope you code them. I heart pigs. I think that's what you put on there. (laughs) And I just, Oh, it just, I, it, it hurts every time I have to sit down at every, every Thursday and make sure I'm caught up. And then Friday, make sure I submit it before the weekend. And then we also do these, I know, I know this is just me complaining about like having to do like quarterly pulse, uh, check-ins and filling out my uh, independent growth development and my five-year plan that I have. to. Oh make. yeah. We have those. My okay. educator growth plan. I was like, can I? Hooray. Just, I just want to go back to my work. I just want to go to. <laughs> Luckily, they got too busy at the end of the year for them to do that. And so she was like, we're going to retalk about this at the beginning of next year. So you can format your educator. Go- like, because of the beginning of school, we have like two weeks of just professional development, like straight. Yeah. Uh, which is also code for like, get your room in order, which is, I like having them at the beginning. I think two weeks is a bit much. Because one year they were like one day of PD and then like school started. I was like, oh, oh, no. oh no, what? <laughs> oh wow, yeah. But since um, the state of Missouri decided like what last year, like school has to start on this day for the uh-huh. entire state, because right. the Missouri state government has nothing better to do apparently than just pass really random and arbitrary laws. Uh, um, you wouldn't. We had all of our. PD in the first like two weeks and then like none the rest of oh, <laughs> like no. just randomly like a day here because we normally spread them out like Mondays right but in order to keep like things and so we didn't have to end up going to school till June 12th uh, they were like okay we're just going to slam them all here because we can be in school before that day but the kids can <laughs> so right. like yeah. blab yeah. <laughs> we just slammed them all out the way but yeah, it's that. So I, there's like the educated growth plan. and But she was like, make sure you listen to this like inspirational podcast and write down your takeaways and put them into this form. And I was like, no, 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 I, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's one of those like really weird, like leadership, like kind of things that I'm not into that a lot of people are. So listeners, if you're into that kind of thing, I, I still love you. It's okay. Uh, you're allowed to like that. It's just not for me. Um, and like into leadership, I take that note. I not too into leadership to like talks. I've heard those things before, and they're really, yeah. 
I, they fly in my face about a lot of stuff, so I, I disagree with them. Um, they come off as disingenuous a lot of times, right? I just feel like they're just anyway, anyway. Oh, yeah. Um, and so she was like, "Do all this and blah," and I was like, "Oh, oh no, <laughs> this is going to be a bad time when I go in there and I have yeah. to talk to her about this because I'm gonna be like, listen." <laughs> You're probably I'm about not to get in trouble. So, yeah. Like, so what'd you think? I didn't. Uh, so yeah, I understand that we have to do all that kind of stuff too. And it's, I mean, I understand why you need to do that. Like it's mm-hmm. good, especially like if you've been doing it for like several years, right? People, especially in the teaching profession, they just fall into the trap of like, well, I'm just going to do all the same stuff I did before. Right. Yeah. You just kind of fall into this trap of, I have plan. I follow plan. Done. And, you know, that's a way to go about things. But so I appreciate that she's trying to make sure that people are reflecting and being critical and and all that stuff. But like, again, it just doesn't mesh with my personal like the way that my brain functions the space that my brain functions because i do all that stuff like real fast and then i'm on to the next thing i'm like oh that didn't work i'm gonna throw that out and i make a note and i get rid of it and then i'm like i'm done i'm going down somewhere else yeah and so (laughs) when i have to like sit there for a very long time and like reflect and journal about things or whatever like i'm not wired right i guess i have wired myself to some extent right to not function that way and so it's really hard for me to kind of be on board with that and I get like real antsy and I don't know ever what to put because I'm like I've done this already <laughs> like in my head I've done all this and I'm just passed on and so I'm like <clears throat> it's very stressful I don't... <laughs> well I think that that documenting process um, that is hard of Cause you're right. Like I'm the same way. I like to sit down and quickly go through four or five, either like scenarios or things that may happen or plan <laughs> that way and then move on. And so what you only see is kind of like the end result. And for a lot of that stuff, especially for like the growth and development plan and for things like they want it yeah. documented. Like we have ours where I have to set, um, just for like, annual objectives. And then I have quarterly objectives and then I have sub goals within each one of those. And I have to come in and annotate those periodically to be like, this Ooh. step was done for this on this date, with these people. That way, when I do my quarterly reviews, right, we can sit down and look at this and go, okay, this is the progress you've made and what's happening, what needs to be, you know, move forward, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Ugh, spend so much time like documenting. And there's a difference for me between like documenting my work and I don't even know what I would call this because this isn't even documenting my work. It's like tracking my work, I guess. Would be something. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I understand that. I, I know. <laughs> and, you know, that's the thing that it, I was talking to one of my coworkers about it because she was all like, you know, she was talking about, you know, making sure that you're exploring like outside the box. And I'm like, listen, you don't actually want me to do that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm already like, I already exist outside of your box. <laughs> so if you, <laughs> if you're going to let me out of mine, 
I don't think you're ready for what's going to happen. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> like, well, that's like, I'm not sure you will like it. So I don't. Yeah, no, I'm just gonna, you know, what we're, what I'm doing right now is working, so we're not gonna encourage. <laughs> yeah, and and some of the stuff that I already do is sort of like outside of your wheelhouse, outside of your box, right? That you would like, because I can, I kind of understand how she works, right? Like her the things she says, things she does. Like I can see what you're doing, and I'm already sort of operating on the edge to outside of that. Mm. So like. <laughs> I don't really want to push it any further because they might get upset. <laughs> so, like, I can go there, but uh, you're not you sure you're going to like it. I don't know if you'll just feel. Well, I mean, they might like it. They might, you know, they might appreciate it, but also that might make some people like very uncomfortable to be like, oh, how do you document that? You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it doesn't, it doesn't fit into your paperwork. So, that. Uh, <laughs> <Ugh>. oh. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, that's been office talk, everyone's favorite corner of this podcast for sure. You know, every time we kind of <laughs> go over to like the the productivity office stuff, I, I think I think it's good stuff. It's helping people. That's true. It might be helping people. There might be weird people out there like me, and it's okay. It's all right. You're safe here. It's fine. <laughs> you are seen. You are accepted. <laughs> it's great. It's all right. Oh, oh man. A uh, slight addendum to last week's conversation. I finally went and got my haircut. Okay. Oh. How how did that? Feel? First of all, <laughs> it feels glorious. It's starting because Missouri has decided that. Oh yeah, it's about time to get hot. It's been like cold still, oh, relatively God. speaking. Yeah, all of May, all and then like May. yesterday, it was like, ha, 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 ha. and so it's been terribly hot and hu- well, not hot yet exactly, uh, but it's been so humid. Oh, it's been like raining and storming like every day. Yes. So the humidity has just killed me. So first of all, uh, it's very nice. It's extra great. But I, <laughs> I was talking to my uh, hair lady today, and we we're talking about just she was talking about. Uh, hair and stuff and so i just jokingly asked her i was like so like when you're out in public do you uh do you judge people are you judging their hair all the time and she goes she laughed she goes oh heck yeah all the time <laughs> oh man now we're really self-conscious even more it's what i need in my life not okay she was like she was like yeah a lot of times i'm like oh no that's the wrong color for you and like we're like oh i could totally do that better like She's like giving people fantasy haircuts in her mind about like what they did wrong. So I don't know. I know this might add to people's anxiety, but like the the hairdressers of the world are judging you when they see you out in public. That's what <laughs> I just thought it was hysterical. She said that she was like dead serious. Like, oh yeah, totally. <laughs> I totally do that. But you know, I I totally get it. Like if that's something like, but. That's kind of like, I mean, just being honest, Brandon, like when you, I mean, you are, I'm going to call you a musician whenever you play, like, do you, what, what's your thought? That's very generous of you. Thank you. When you you are, you know, more musically inclined, I think, than the average person, when you hear music (laughs) or hear somebody playing, like, where does your brain go to when you hear something? Oh, I do it. 
I totally yeah. do it when I see yeah. people playing live or hear them playing live. I guess sometimes <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? Why? And for, and for me, I know, cause my, my example was, um, uh, was, um, like I, I do a lot of audio stuff, right? So even before I was in doing like podcasting, mixing and things like that, I would do more live music mixing in some circumstances or things like that. Uh, and, and be, you know, be, be behind the board. And, um, so I know whenever I hear productions or things like that, I'm listening for things and, and I, I catch it. So I do a lot of critiquing as well, but yeah. you know, when you're so <laughs> familiar with something, uh, yeah, you see those little blemishes or those things where you go, ah, I wouldn't, would have done that. Or I would have done this a little differently. And it just, it's hard not to though. <laughs> yeah. I just thought it was hilarious that she decked to load. Aaron, what are you secretly judging people on? Oh yeah. Is it their hats? Ooh, their hats? Are you secretly judging their hats? Aaron? Well, I don't really know. Cause like I, I, for the longest time, I was never like a big, like baseball hat, not like a baseball hat, but like a, you know, hat, hat kind of person. Like I would wear my hat and that, that would be it. But like seeing people like wear them kind of like, backwards or like super bent or just like super straight that's like ooh, why mm. you see the crease does a crease and chills down your spine yes like yes it does <laughs> now uh, so there, there are should, some times where that, it's, it's yeah. okay. that where that is unavoidable um like the I, hard it's like I, a letter a like like oh okay, yeah i mean i do i at least do better than that but <laughs> yeah I, i've i've seen people do that i'm like uh, your hat no um yeah, that's kind of the real, real like, uh, you know, real big thing that I would watch people on. Like, oh no, could have done that so much better. <laughs> but I mean, it it took me till what like this year to actually bend the hat properly, like an actual like fitted hat it's and actually honed, stretch it. It's a honed skill. It's okay. You've been honing yeah. your craft for this moment in time. <laughs> that's a word for it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of. That's kind of really about it. The only thing I watch, and then I, I look over at my hat collection, and it's like, "Ooh, I did that to that poor thing." Oh, poor baby. I'm sorry. I like to think you? that I bet Colin also judges people on uh, the writing utensil that they whip out to like do stuff. If they like whip out like a big pen, he's like, "Get out of here!" It is. <laughs> <laughs> Back. So I mean, I used to, okay, anyway. I feel attacked. It, it used to happen. <laughs> he does. Look at him. He does. When we, when we would do large conference meetings, it was, I was definitely something that I was immediately look for of like, what is every person writing with at, around the table? And it wasn't of like this, oh, I'm Sherlock Holmes and I'll be able to tell you everything about you and your past history and your likes and blah, blah, blah. Except for it was. Except it was totally like that. Colin's right? like the scene from American Psycho where uh, Christian Bale's looking at their um, cards. Watermark. Oh yes, it's ivory. <laughs> <laughs> That's Colin. No, but it was. It was just mostly. I was just looking for interesting things of like of like. Is anybody not using a bic? Is anyone not using uh you know something just random or st- standard uh you know normal pintel or whatever? Like, is there anybody using something interesting? So I was always on the yeah. lookout for that. Um, at any time, trying to think. I, I don't think I've, I've I've yet to see anybody else use a fountain pen 
um, or or like a fancy pencil. Um, I I have come across a few people who would write with the um, Sharpie fine tips, which I also like to really. I love writing with those on some certain papers. Mm. Um, but yeah, I I always look for seeing. You know, some people I'm, I'm like, ooh, like I've talked to you before. You seem really interesting, and it seems like you might be the kind of person who would write with an interesting utensil and then you know, implement. Like, yeah, implement. They and then they pull out like a boring, like, <laughs> and I go, like back. random, just like a this big mechanical pencils. You're like, oh, yeah, I judged you wrong. <laughs> well, <laughs> right, like just the standard like seven point, you know, or point seven. Uh, is where, like the ones all the kids at school have the black ones with like the random colors. Yeah. Now I will say uh, those are my go-to like field pencil. I I love those in those settings. Um, but it's like those are relegated to the the field in a way. <laughs> we're only we're only the elk can see them. It's right. Fun. Yeah. Not they're not they're not for polite company. But. Uh, <laughs> No, I've never seen anybody with a forced choice or with a Karen Dash or with a anything along those lines. Or you know. Yo, I need to get a more Karen Dash. I have some of those. those are I great. love mine. I like those so much. I I I used one and then I I I still have one. I'm just I'm saving it. Mostly, I like the way that it smells like licorice. Um, That's true. I really like the. Vi- I have some Viking pencils, by those the way. Are, those are great. Yeah, I love those. I. Yeah, well, they're uh, sorry, Aaron. Uh, they're like, <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what you've been talking about this entire time. Like, is that a guitar? What are you talking about? Sorry, no, they're from they're from Denmark. They're wonderful. This is the <laughs> here. I have a Viking Element One in HB. Uh, yes, it's very great. I like it very much. So yeah, when you whip those out, people look at you funny. Uh, but yeah, sorry. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I have. A- I really got to write some stuff for the pencil thing this summer. Remind me to do that, Colin. You got to hold me accountable for this. I've okay. got to do something with that. You do. <laughs> do need to. I. Uh, yeah, I was thinking about doing some like more long term reviews of some because some of them like I feel like I've worked through like five or six at this point and it's a lot it i have, have a better preference like one of the ones that i've just fell in love with is the black queen volume 24 it's an all black pencil with black barrel and the black eraser oh isn't that the Steinbeck one yeah oh no not okay. this well the black wing makes variations on the Steinbeck. oh so okay that's the black wing 602 or uh, no the normal one's a 602 yeah that's the 602 that's kind of their the Stein, standard one. The standard one. What? Yeah. Um, <laughs> we lost Aaron again. I'm sorry. Aaron. <laughs> um, yes. So, but yeah, I think I think there's some more new new pencils and paper combinations that I think I need to write. Oh, there you go. Okay. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> pencil. Sorry. Pencil pencil corner. Sorry. Corner. We have our, we have something else for that. It's fine. Yeah. Um <clears throat> Aaron. Oh. 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 oh sorry, go ahead, Brandon. Oh, go ahead. No, go tell Aaron. Okay. No, you can go ahead. 
Oh, I thought you were going to ask Aaron a question. I'll, I'll, I'll save it for later. Oh, no, because I was going to segue to something different, so ask him. Oh, well, no, this is totally something different, too. Um, oh, that's um, fine. Um, <laughs> no, you did, go first. Aaron, did you ever get a release date of the um, uh, that video game that you were saying that you didn't know the release date of? But no, you were going to not, not yet. Because you hate it? So, so, so what, what's happening currently is that they are... Um, it, it'll some it'll come out sometime this year, but the way it is being done is that they're introducing like all the factions and like all the cool to- like new things that they'll have, and so they have um, one race or one faction, and then they'll do like another faction, like like a, a, a strew of videos, and they'll do like a whole another thing, and then like something else, and then by you know. You know, sometime like November or December, it'll be uh, <clears throat> they'll come out with with the game of in question. So I, I have some time to wait, but until it, I'm being strewn along by um, uh, the, an orchestra of videos that are coming out with, they've come out with at least like one video a week, and it's been infuriating because it all looks so cool. But so. Break this down for me. What is the what's the premise of this one? And is it is it connected with the other ones? Or you need to you need to stop playing the pronoun game with the listeners. They're very confused now. Probably more so than the pencil conversation. So you need to... probably more so. So sorry. Aaron sent us in our secret text channel the um uh trailer for Trial by Fire Total War Warhammer. Read did I get all of the titles in that yeah. one correct? Yeah, so it so it it's just it's just uh, <laughs> yes. Warhammer Total War three. Um, okay. So in in the first, I don't even know where to start. It's like trying to explain forty k to somebody. All right, oh so my, yeah, it's it's, it's so there's, there's 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 two. So uh, Game Workshop is like the whole thing. They used to come with miniatures. They created one style of miniatures where, like, the tabletop miniatures where you can, like, roll dice and, like, battle, like, little figures and, like, you paint them. So they came out with, like, sci-fi, which is called uh, Warhammer 40,000, um, either 40K or 30K or whatever. In space. Um, oh, wait, sorry. The other In space. The, the other one is um, Warhammer Fantasy, which is what I am currently playing, which is what I usually my usual go to whenever you know we're sitting here for long periods of time. If I'm not if I'm not working, I usually have this thing pulled up. Um, in which um, it's it, it's it's kind of got a lot of different like historical stuff put into it, but like it's you know there's something kind of like the Holy Roman Empire, but with like gunpowder and magic and then. Uh, there's like, you know, the, you know, a race of vampire counts and, um, dwarves over here and there's, you know, orcs and goblins and there's elves and, oh, there's lizard people and, uh, giant rat things and then all the other manners of different creatures. So in, there's not like really, like there's little like stories and books that you read of like different people in this universe. Um, the first two games, the first game pretty much takes place in what's called the old uh, the old world, which is you know, if, if you're looking at like a map of Europe, 
take like the middle part of like the Holy Roman Empire and then slap like France hybrid with Britain and then like you know kind of that renaissance feel and then surround it with like you know Viking warriors over here and then like dwarves and goblins and vampire stuff over here um so that's the first game the second game we come all the way over to like the middle of the map and th- this is like the largest map in like gaming history it's it's massive mm-hmm. um the next game two is involving around like your there's like a, a vortex that's preventing all these dark evil things from coming into this world um known as chaos chaos is in like in a different realm that they pour into our world and the you know death destruction blah. so there's a vortex and you're trying to keep the vortex stable so chaos doesn't come in basically in this game it's pretty much just total war just conquer everything or follow some sort of story depending on what race you are in the third game um since there's little kind of known about it at this point um all the way up here if you want to google warhammer fantasy map be my guest it is massive um there's a there's like a bunch of different races that i'm missing that they don't have in this game uh up here in the corner and this is kind of where like my deep part of history that i love mix in with with fantasy kicks in because i i love russian history i love love russian russian culture there's a faction that it has you know it is that's based off of russian Aaron, you muted yourself. Okay, I'm not going crazy. Nope. Aaron, you're still muted. Russian factions. Someone tried to call me. Okay, yeah. So, um, where was I? Russian okay. faction. Yes, Russian faction. Yeah, Russian so culture. there's 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 a Russian and there's bear cavalry and there's an ice queen and all this ma- magic and all this lore. Bear cavalry and is all the, the, it's like is yeah. That, so there's and there's, there's all this cool stuff. Wait, <laughs> not Rasputin whatsoever. Um, <laughs> there's they're like the 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 bastion that's holding like all this chaos from this other world coming into this world, into this world. And so the third game is supposed to be based around that. And there's like uh, different chaos gods and their factions that you can play as, and you get to play as Kislev against all these things, or there's other factions. There's something supposed to be called like grand cafe, which is like, um, like ancient, like, imagine like china but like fantasy china like dragons and all that kind of stuff um that's supposed to be like later into game but it's it's building on this from what this kind of medium-sized map into this giant map to this gigantic map um with all these different settlements and factions and things that you have to do and you know kill and you know all that fun stuff so 
it, there's no st- like real story with this one that I'm playing. It's pretty much just here's a map, conquer it. Um, but there is a w- there's a way that you can play of the story. Cool. Okay. I wasn't sure. I was confused about its connection to the other stuff, but it sounds like it's just an expansion, kind of moving up to the north to do more battle with people. Watch the videos. <laughs> All of them. All the, that's I, a lot of videos. I, I I don't don't yes. Watch the videos. Okay. You will thank me later. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I was gonna say people think Marvel has an expanded universe. Yeah. Yeah. So, no. It. Like, I, <laughs> hold, hold on. <laughs> hold my hammer here. Uh, was gonna, yes. So it, it is. I mean, if you want to go, oh. yeah, it's it, it, there's a lot, and I, I can't. I could spend like a whole podcast just talking about it. Because there's like, oh, the, there's faction that's based on a guy who in, united the, the human races and he was gifted a hammer, which is called uh, that's Sigmar. He's you know now a god. And there's this person. And then he did this and now he is a god. Um, yeah, so there, there's just a lot that um, I, don't, I don't even know where to begin or start. Okay. <laughs> it's a good show. Okay. I was just curious because it came out and I didn't know if you had any more more things. So. Good. Yeah. Not yet. Not that I'm aware of. So. Wait. Brandon, you had a, you had a, you had a tangent. Still on the horizon. Still looking forward. Oh, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> we saw a movie in the actual movie theater. Boo. Dun, dun. Dun, okay. dun, dun. I don't have many questions. These are exciting. Uh, yeah. Like, what movie was it? <laughs> uh, yeah, I was gonna say. I was gonna, I was gonna tell you that. I don't know if you had like side questions. Like, well, oh good. well, <laughs> no, no. I'm, I mean, about like, I'm sure you're gonna tell you about like how, like, what the theater was like. What the, was there a different process, or you know, all those kind of things. So. Yeah. Well, not um, not on this day because we went on Sunday. We went Sunday um, at like one o'clock, so it was like right after they opened on Sunday, pretty much. And so that's generally a time when there's nobody in the movie theater here anyway. So like mm-hmm. it was pretty low key. There's like nobody there. Uh, this this day we had that magical all too rare experience of we were actually the only people in people the theater. There. In the theater that we were seeing, seeing the movie that we were seeing, there was a couple. There was only a few cars out front anyway, and I guess they were seeing something else. I don't know, uh, but they <laughs> I actually don't know what else was playing that day. Um, but they were seeing that. So, uh, if you live in a very large city and this has never happened to you, it's pretty much the greatest thing of all time. If you are the only person in a movie theater when it's showing them it's fantastic it's just so cool like i just really like it even though you still sort of like are following the movie decorum you like try not to talk too much just because it's like how your brain is wired or at least mine is um and a lot of times you have to talk like real loud to be heard in the movie anyway because there's like loud noises happening it's very loud in there but like you know, so we had that glorious thing. We just sat like exactly in the middle 
it was wonderful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, uh, it was pretty great. Um, that's why we picked that time because there wasn't like tons of people there and we didn't want to like go and be like, we didn't really want to go to a full house movie screening. That would have been, unf- I would have been probably not the best. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we went in on Sunday. And it was cool. Susan was very excited because uh, also, as we've talked about before, movie theater popcorn does have magic sprinkled in it. And uh, she was very excited. <laughs> that is one of her favorite parts is the movie theater popcorn time. So had some popcorn and stuff. So the event was good. It was fun to get out and go do that. And then we watched. Hold on. Holding. It's called. I forgot. Holding. Oh, oh, yes. Uh, huh? I said I'm holding. Oh, it, it's a sentence. They titled the movie as a sentence. Apparently, it's that those who wish me dead. Have you seen this? Have you seen the trailer for that? Oh, no. it's like so. It's Angelina Jolie and other people. I guess. Excellent. Um, she is like, she's like a okay. So it's kind of weird. She's like a firefighter in Montana. She's like a smoke jumper. Very cool. plausible for Angelina Jolie. Okay. Yeah, totally right. Um, and she's out there in the, you know, apparent like she something happened. Right? There's like a tragic event. Like there was an accident in the in a fire. She's like mentally traumatized, and so she's not like cleared for work detail. So they put her on fire tower duty. So she's just out in this fire tower in the middle of the woods. Okay. Right. Uh, and okay. So that's, that's part one. Yeah. That's the plausible okay. bit. Okay. Before we go any further, I, here's the overall view of this movie. This movie is fine, but it's, it's very confused about what it is and it doesn't end. It just stops. It's super annoying. And the person that directed this, I think they think they're really good at directing. I don't remember who even directs this. Taylor Sheridan is the director. Yeah. Yeah. He made some choices. Um, <laughs> choices were made. And here's how I knew this movie was not going to end. How? Uh, the beginning of the movie. They set it up as like, there's a guy and his kid. And... uh like the guy is um he just says basically there's a whole sequence of events there's these two guys and they like murder a district attorney right this other guy sees it on the news and all he says is do you know what I do son blah blah I'm a forensic accountant and I found something something that people don't want found oh. that's it okay. that's all oh, and now he's like running away uh-huh. That's it. That's all the motivation that the movie has. <laughs> it's so terrible. <laughs> so he like flees to Montana because his like brother in law lives there and it's like a sheriff, right? Yeah. And so he thinks, ah, oh, I shall flee to the wilderness. But there's these two guys that are like fall they're like assassin dudes that are like uh, hunting him down. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And like they just only say really vague statements 
and they meet with a guy who's definitely Tyler Perry, but in the movie, he doesn't get a name. It's just like him. They're just like, why is he here? I don't know. Where's the, we didn't weren't supposed to meet him till later. Yeah. And then after the meeting, he gets in a truck with like us government license plates. So you're supposed to assume that this is like a big thing, but they never tell you anything. Yeah. About there's so for me personally watching this, there's like no stakes because I don't even know what they're mad about. Mm. And for some reason, the director chooses to spend a lot of time focused on these two assassins and their travels and their dynamic, almost like they're the other main character. And so like, (laughs) instead of being like really foreboding and scary, they're just like two dudes, which I feel like a better choice would be like to show them extremely rarely. Yeah. Like get good establishing shots of their faces so that when you see them again, you're like, Oh oh no. Ah!" Right. But instead we like are riding with him in the car. They're talking. One's mad because their bosses didn't give them enough supplies. You're like, oh. Oh, do you want me to sympathize with the assassins? So. You want me to sympathize with the bad guys? Is that what you're doing right now, guy? What the heck? Anyway, events transpire. Boy is like fleeing through the woods, and he runs into Angelina Jolie out there oh. doing Firewatch duty. I see, <laughs> and then. She, She's all like, I can save you because it's like her redemption arc is like saving this kid because other people died in this fire, right? And all this stuff. And they're like tied together because they have like this shared trauma, like past experiences. It's very heavy handed. It's like beating you over the head with this like, hey, look, guys, blah, blah. Yeah. So, uh, So they try to do all that. And then like at the end of the movie, it's just like it just is over. They're like, yeah, you should go do that press conference so you can tell the world credits like what we don't even know (laughs) we don't know what happens to the kid after the movie's over we don't know what happens we don't even know what his dad found who is supposed to be in trouble like i like in some movies like i guess you know you leave it vague because it like it doesn't matter because the rest of the movie was like so good and inspiring that you like but this one was not that and it was like fine i guess (laughs) But because because the movie was trying to be like because like okay oh by the way um because she's a fire person in order to hunt down these people and distract the town from the fact that there's two assassins they start a big raging forest fire I skipped that part so like everybody's distracted with the fire and they're like traipsing through the wilderness and just shooting random people in the face uh, because all the police and firemen are over there. And so they go over here and well, look. She's That's traumatized the important part. by fire, right? Probably. <laughs> yeah. And she's right? like a, yeah. She's yeah. And so, like, there's this whole thing. Uh, but so this, this, and there's like, there's all this other stuff. Like, the fire tower gets struck by lightning, which, first of all, this fire tower in the middle of the Montana wilderness apparently does not have a lightning rod on it. This is a bit of that a doesn't fight. seem, that doesn't seem up to code, right? Because <laughs> uh, they're like, oh, we can't call anyone on the radio because it got struck by lightning. And I'm like, where is your lightning rod? Right. What's the matter with you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, you know, this movie tries to be like, it's trying really hard to be like a man versus man and a man versus nature movie 
at the same time. <laughs> right? And so they, they sort of have these conflicting interests where the whole the, the the nature stuff's cool when they're like running from the lightning storm. That's cool. The fire sequences are cool. Like the tech that they got to do the fire stotch, they're really excellent. But they really, really liked it because they did a lot of them. <laughs> uh, so like it was fine. And if it was just like a dumb action movie, like I could forgive a lot of it, but there's like no resolution. And even dumb action movies have a resolution of some kind. <laughs> like S- San Andreas, that is a 100% stupid disaster action movie. And it ties everything up in a nice little bow at the end. So you're satisfied at the end that everything is over and everything is accomplished. And there's at least a happy ending to all the tragedy. This one, it just like stops. And you're like, what are you doing? Stop it. If Cliffhanger can get this right, why can't you guys? Come on. What are you doing? So it annoyed me greatly that they were trying to make like a disaster movie slash action movie slash like our tour piece where they did not blend these together. Well at all. Right. It's not like a a movie that just sort of stops and I accept it is like memento. Right. Or like that's a movie is just sort of over and you're like, dang, that's crazy. Right. Or like something like that. (laughs) But a movie about, assassins chasing Angelina Jolie and a child through a forest fire is not on the same level as a Christopher Nolan, Christopher Nolan film in my opinion right it's just like it's just not so fine I guess uh, the ending will let you down I think in my opinion I was just like just the, the vagueness of everything like oh I found something Oh, what's he doing here? Like the pronoun game, this movie is strong and they don't give you enough answers for anything. (laughs) And in my opinion, there's not enough cool stuff to like override that. (laughs) And then there's like minor details that are just like annoying. Like, why would you do that? Why did you even have that scene? Why is that character? This movie has like five characters. Why did you spend time talking to that one person? That didn't need to happen. (laughs) You could have saved that money to shoot an ending. <laughs> I would have accepted because the end was like the kid talking to the news reporter. Like he was going on the way to talk to the news guy. I would have accepted the cheesy ending where they like, it's somebody watching the TV news, right? If it was like Angelino Jolie in her house after everything was over watching the news and you just get like a quick recap of everything, like a little wrap up. I would have accepted that. That makes more stat would make sense. Just give that movie five more minutes to do that. <laughs> and it's, it's a infinitely better movie in my opinion. <laughs> so there's my review of the movie that we saw. <laughs> Those who wish me dead. Dun, dun, dun. But it was fun to go back to the movie theater and just kind of, because I like, like we said before, I like being in the movie theater. I like going. I like watching movies on a, 
enormous screen that's like mega loud in there because it's all designed to be shot there and we're seen in that thing and heard in that way we've talked about that before so i won't rehash that too much but it was nice it was fun so pick a better movie next time maybe but it was all right it was good first foray out into the world to see how everything was going out there so yeah it's good times What um? What other, oh, you know, what other selections of movies were up there for you to pick? Uh, yeah. let me look here. I'll look at the our movie theater real quick. Because I remember, I, you know, that you know, that was like one of the funnest things of getting to choose, like, oh, which movies out there, and which one would be a good good thing, but. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know, like what other options there were. Or... Well, yeah, one of them was like, I don't, I don't actually know. Uh, oh, the Mortal Kombat movie came out, but I heard that one wasn't good. And Susan is definitely not into Mortal Kombat, right? Um, <laughs> and I think the other big movie that is still out is Oh Godzilla vs Kong was out, and then um, that oh. that was that one that uh, the Spiral that Saw movie. Which I could care less about. Oh, okay. And these other ones I haven't heard of ever. Wrath of Man. Don't know. And then the Raya and the Last Dragon, the animated one. Oh, okay. <laughs> that that one's Disney, right? I think so. I'm not sure. No. Oh, there's this one called Profile, but she was going to go see that with one of her friends. So. Oh, okay. oh. yeah. That's what's out currently in my neck of the woods, uh, things you can see. So uh, I think overall, out of all the movies that are available here, I think it's probably, like, I think some of these movies are probably worse than what I watched. <laughs> so there's that at least. Uh, I don't know what some of these are, but some of them uh, I probably don't care about at all. So I definitely don't want to watch just personally. I don't like We've talked before also. So horror movies are out. So anything related to the soft franchise, I'm just bored with. <clears throat> was there was there any kind of different speculation or speculations? Any anything that you had to do different due to the you know restrictions or, or COVID or anything like that? Like uh, that. now the movie theater still had all their masking stuff going on. So even though the city has kind of like relaxed some of that. Um, the movie theater still had it up, so we just wore our masks inside, and it was all good. And uh, I don't know if they still have seating restrictions, but uh, because we were the only people in the movie theater, uh, yeah, it didn't matter. <laughs> so I'm not sure if they do or not. Um, I still probably would have. I mean, I don't like to sit next to other people in the movie theater anyway. So if there would have been yeah. other people there, I still would have wanted to sit away from them because I don't want to hear uh, them eating their popcorn and whispering to each other. So like, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't I don't know. Uh I haven't seen any signs up. So I'm not sure. I wasn't also looking for them. So <laughs> I just saw the masked one and they had the line. They still had their line separated a little bit. But yeah. so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I remember that when when Shelby and myself went to that one um independent theater it was oh, yeah. you know it was very small and like okay well you know you gotta 
got to make sure you got to do this. And like, oh, yeah, you know, there's going to be all these people. And they're like, oh, you're the only two people here. This is awesome. Yeah. So, but even even then, they still had it to where, um, yeah, make sure that you have all this, this and this and wear a mask. You know, if you're sitting next to somebody, make sure you wear a mask. If you're not, don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. So I, I think that's what theirs generally is. Like, you have to eat it. You have to have it on unless you're sitting real far away or you're eating your snacks, right? You don't have to have it on. Yeah. I think I saw that. Yeah. So, it wasn't bad. Yeah. We wanted to go to the drive-thru movie this weekend. Yeah. The drive-in in Aurora because they still have one. Um, oh, they were yeah. showing the Fellowship of the Ring. But we couldn't go because it was graduation and she had to be at graduation. <laughs> oh, <boo>. I know. <laughs> maybe maybe another time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gosh, I have not been to that theater in forever. That little, little theater down there. <laughs> Just, there's one in like in Tulsa, but even that one's you know. Oh, everything's relatively closed due to COVID or yeah. 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 Ours opened up it was closed for a long time. And it was opened I don't remember exactly when they opened. But it was yeah. it wasn't super long ago, I don't think. I can't remember now. It's been a bit of a blur. But like yeah. they can't they were closed for a real long time. And they, they were doing um they when they opened they they opened to uh you could do like they had deals for like you could rent out a theater for like your family so you could go in there so they were doing business that way. Oh. Um right when they closed down they were just selling snacks and popcorn just at the door. You could just come by and just buy snacks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like right when everything started, they did that. Uh, and then they opened to limit. I know that they did open to limited capacity, and you had to have like reservations, and you actually had to like buy tickets beforehand and stuff. Oh, but that I don't know how long that lasted. Yeah, because we were just like, yeah, I'm not going. <laughs> and they did. They did a lot of like. They were showing a lot of uh, older movies. Like they did the whole thing where they, our, our theater, uh, they used to, I haven't heard about it in a while, but they do like retro movie night. So they just show like Ooh, yeah. older stuff, uh, randomly. And they were doing a lot of that. <clears throat> I know for a while because of the shutdown and because there was no new releases at all for like yeah months. Uh, they were periodically doing like, Oh, Hey, this, you know, weekend they would open for like the weekend or day here or like these specific times and they would uh play those on i think uh, our our movie theater has eight screens so um they would show some of those they would spread them out and put them in some of the theaters so you could come in and and you know they would i think they would show the same movie in multiple just like the same record movie in multiple theaters just so that people could yeah. spread out and they wouldn't they wouldn't have to sit close together and stuff like that. <clears throat> so okay. So they did that. Uh but so yeah, they're they're doing alright. I think uh I'm glad that they are kind of getting back to normal and I, I like again, I like our movie theater. It is small and 
and you know yeah. it's kind of little and i like going in there <clears throat> and all the the guy that that manager people are like super great so i really like them and uh you know i it's usually not super full anyway really if yeah. you avoid the like if you don't go like friday saturday night it's never like really full except for like retro movie nights. Those are like the most <laughs> they used to do on like Tuesday or something. And it's yeah. just like the most packed thing ever. <laughs> I, Cause I went to some that were like just completely full. Like what? <laughs> like we went to Ferris Bueller's day off jam packed in there. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. Do you do you think that movies will kind of return to kind of how they once were, or is this kind of I don't want to say like the new norm with movie theaters? Well, I mean, I don't know because I know a lot of people don't share my opinion on like going to the physical movie theater. Like they don't really care. Like they yeah. rather just like watch it at their house. Yeah, and it doesn't matter. But I think I don't know. I think uh I think there still is a place for movie theaters because I think that Yeah. I think that there are enough people still that want to see it on a, like a 60 foot screen, you know. They want yeah. to see that big presentation and they like to go with their friends. You know, it is all there's also a social aspect to it. Yeah. You go with somebody <clears throat> or you go here and you you know, do all that stuff. It's still kind of a thing. And I have people still like to go, like kids still want to go to the movie to like, just get out of the house and like go socialize somewhere or stuff like that. So yeah, I think, I think there's still a place. I think this, you know, for some things, I think the simultaneous release is okay. Like you can put it on your streaming service and release it in the theater because people will see it both. Right. Mm-hmm. I think, I think that's all right. I don't think there's anything wrong with that because you serve more people. Some people don't want to go. And some movies are like, oh, well, I kind of wanted to look at it, but I didn't want to go all the way to the movie theater to see it. So maybe mm-hmm. you have more people see it that way than would normally do it because they can watch it at home. And then the people that still want to go to see it in the movie theater, because I still want to go see the movie theater. I just like movies. Sure. Yeah. I think for now, there's still a place for that. Yeah. Because that, that, that's what, it, you know, a lot of people saying like, "Oh, the theater is, is dead from after this." Which, I, I, you know, conceptually, I was like, "I I understand," but there is still that that need or that you know thing that people want to go to the movie theater. But I, but also, a lot of people are wanting that. Well, this is going to be a new way to get you know cinema, new way to get films involved. You know, having. No matter, maybe like a, a smaller or a minor release compared to a bigger, bigger one like streaming services wise. So I, I don't know how you felt. I, I yeah. always liked going to the theater. Um, that was always something that I thoroughly enjoyed and thought of something just something fun, something cool. Yeah. And I think mine is definitely yeah. tainted with nostalgia, like hardcore, because like I don't, I haven't actually ever been to one. So I don't have uh, this opinion is just that an opinion i have no facts to back it up but like the you know those like the <clears throat> the like the draft housey ones where you go and there's like a couch and they bring you dinner and all that stuff yeah and that to me 
that's kind of like not appealing. Yeah. In my mind, my experience with a movie theater, that's not what it is. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> and maybe that's just me being old man, my old man hat on mm-hmm. here. But like, <clears throat> I don't want that. I don't want like baked potato and chicken when I watch a movie. Yeah. I want popcorn and bad candy. Like that's what, that's what I want. Like I yeah. don't, that's that's a very specific thing that I would like to have. And so <clears throat> I don't that's not the place for me, I don't think. Yeah. I mean it's it sounds fine. I know a lot of people do like that and you know, but I don't I don't know. That's not what I want in a movie experience. Mm-hmm. Like part of the movie experience to me is the other people there. It is the popcorn. People are, you know, like, oh, well, they're talking in the movie. I'm like, well, yeah, they do. But like, it's fine. You know what I mean? Like as much as I rag on it, yeah. like the, when we went and saw the Revenant, you know, um, <clears throat> there was, oh, this, yeah. there was this old lady behind us and her and her husband were just talking shit the whole time. <laughs> she used to be like, oh my gosh, did you see that? Can you believe that bear? Look at that. Like the whole time she was talking like that. And like, at the time, did it annoy the bejesus out of me? Yes. But now, do I think <laughs> hilarious? And like the only thing I remember about that, it's one of the, it, that, that movie, that, that memory is directly tied to that movie, right? And yeah. It's, like, it's part of the experience in my mind now. It's like solidified itself as one and they're, they're <laughs> inseparable. So like, that's good. It's fun. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I don't know. For me, Again, that's just what I like and what I like to do, and and I hope that there is a place for 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 longer because it's just a, a good, you know, it's a fun thing to go do. It's a good, you know, avenue. And again, like I've said before on the show as well, a lot of directors like they direct their movie to be seen in that format. And yeah. like I noticed that this time because it's been so long since I saw a movie in the movie theater and I've been looking at my TV and my laptop screen so much to watch movies. When I saw the picture on that screen on the wall of the movie theater, I was like, oh yeah, there, there we go. <laughs> That's it. Because like for all the faults that this movie that I watched had, like all the directing faults, it looks great. Yeah, it looks fantastic. Uh, <clears throat> so, you know, you could just, you, I could, I like made a thought about like the noticeable difference from looking at my TV for so long or watching stuff on my phone or my laptop. You know, when I saw this thing on the wall, I was like, oh yeah, oh yeah. I could tell the difference in the the quality in this in the, the picture just. Like immediately, mm-hmm. so yeah. There's also that part of it too. I think you know you can you can be like, oh, my TV's fine. I have a nice TV. It's not that nice, right? It's not as nice as the <laughs> the projector on the thing. So I mean, maybe yours. Yeah. Like, maybe you have more money than me. Uh, mine's not that nice. So, <laughs> and my laptop screen is definitely not that nice because it's like a million years old and like <laughs> the resolution is fantastic, but. So that that's another thing, right? That just the experience of the the visual experience is different, right? When it's that big, yeah. 
So that, that brings part of the, the next question. Um, IMAX or just like regular theater? Uh, I mean, I do like an IMAX movie, but I will only see movies. I will because there's no IMAX close to me. Like this movie theater is five minutes from my house. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, I, yeah, uh, it has to be like a very extra movie that I'm really hyped about for me to mm-hmm. track it down in IMAX. Yeah. So I like the IMAX movies. I, they're fun, but they're like just a thing. Like I don't seek them out generally. Yeah. Unless, mm-hmm. unless it's like a. <clears throat> Like I did when I went to whenever the Hobbit movies came out. Oh, okay. because Peter Jackson was like, I shot these movies to be viewed in IMAX. I was like, well, okay, I'm going to watch them in IMAX. <laughs> well, I, think, I think it's a key distinction of whether the, the movie was shot specifically to take advantage of the larger screen or if it was just blown up to fit it. I, you know, because that, that does yeah. change, I think, just from an artistic perspective of, of how it was intended to be viewed. What does? Well, it changed how it looks, too, because you yeah. can kind of see that aspect squishing a little right. bit when they just like blow it up. But when he said, I shot these movies to be viewed in IMAX, yeah. I was like, well, okay, <laughs> then I'm going to see in IMAX. And I think that's also why some people don't like them, right, visually, is because they're not watching them in IMAX, or they didn't, and they're just watching mm-hmm. them on, like, their TV. And, you know, yes, are they visually different from the other works? Yes. But I think part of the reason for that is because they were designed to be shot and seen on an IMAX screen. Sure. Yeah. So I think that does play a part in it as well. Um, so I think that's where some of the hate comes from. Like, well, I don't like how it looks. Like, yeah. well, did you see it? And like 200 feet tall though. No. Yeah. Well, you missed out a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and that makes it special because you can only really see it that way once or twice. Right. Like mm-hmm. when it's gone, it's done. And then it is relegated to, my DVD collection where I just watch it on my normal TV. Right. And it's just right. not as visually imposing and like grandiose as it was on that huge IMAX screen. <laughs> yeah. So, but it was fun. It was fun to go do that. And even though I didn't love movie, it was fun to go do it. And, that's all right too. Part of the movie experience for me is just like going and doing it. Like I don't always like the movies I end up watching, but you know, how do you know until you know, you can only read so many reviews and do stuff. You just go watch it, you know, but mm-hmm. and if you go in like Sunday afternoon, the tickets are like cheaper anyway. So <laughs> boom. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to we, we can go and find one to go find to watch here hopefully sooner rather than later but we'll yeah. see indeed well we've covered pencil corner we've covered haircut corner and, and movie corner lots of lots of corners um we need one warhammer more. and warhammer Universe. corner so we've got our four corners for the episodes i think that's uh, that's a real all right i'd say it's well-rounded but i just mentioned corners. <laughs> no it's got only four corners not well-rounded enough anyway, oh we had office corner don't forget office corner, corner. so there you go office corner. antagonal yeah boom okay. <laughs> i think all geometry teachers brains explode right now um 
(laughs) (laughs) Sounds good, guys. Love you. Love you too. Love you too. Bye.